here we are all ready to take you down to Pine Ridge for another visit with Lum and Abner. Brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. For a cool, refreshing summer drink, Horlicks malted milk cannot be beaten. Try it for lunch sometime. Dietitians say that most of us would be much better off if we cut down on our usual lunch. Anyone who has to work, they say, should avoid too much to eat at noon. Heavy food cuts down on efficiency, general fitness, and alertness. That's why they often suggest a good glass full of Horlicks for lunch in summer. Horlicks won't give you that hot, stuffy feeling that a heavy, hard-to-digest lunch so often leaves. It'll help refresh you, giving you energy to carry on. That's because Horlicks is a well-balanced food, containing nourishing and energizing elements. Just try it yourself. You can get a package of Horlicks from your druggist in either natural or chocolate flavor. And now, let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. Yesterday, when Lum left for the county seat to seek legal help for the court battle which Squire Skimp has threatened over the injuries he received in Lum and Abner's theater last week, Abner and Grandpappy Spears concocted the idea of raiding the Squire's home in an effort to recover a note they wrote Squire, which they now believe will be especially damaging to their side of the case. As we look in on Pine Ridge today, we find Dick Huddleston just entering the Jotham Down store in response to an urgent call from Lum. Listen. Well, Dick, I'm sure glad you come over. Yeah, what's the matter? What's happened, Lum? Well, it's about Abner. I'm feared he's got himself into some serious trouble. Abner? What kind of trouble? Well, they've got him under arrest for burglary. Burglary? Abner? Yes, sir. He got me up at 3 o'clock this morning to make him bond for him. Who did? What do you mean, The Lum? sheriff. The sheriff from the county seat. They arrested him last night for breaking in a house. Now, wait a minute, Lum. Now, you know Abner hasn't broken into anybody's house. He did? He did. That meant to it himself. Him and Grandpappy Spears both. But they never catch Grandpappy. Are you telling me the truth, Lum? I never was more serious in my life. I'm so dead blamed disgusted with him, I don't know what to do. Well, what would Abner and Grandpap be doing breaking into somebody's house? Whose house was it? Well, of all people, they had to pick out Squire Skin. What? See, after me and you left here yesterday afternoon, Abner and Grandpap got their heads together and decided to break into Squire's house last night and get that note that we wrote him last week so they couldn't use it for evidence in that trial again. Oh, I see. And Squire called Abner and called up the sheriff in the county seat and had him arrested. Well, well for goodness sake. So why in the world would he try to do anything like that? I don't know. I reckon they never stopped to think it'd be housebreaking. Of course, Squire will make it twice as hard on him as anybody else would. Why, of course, it is. This is just a chance that Squire's been looking for to get even with you folks. Yeah, and if he pushes them charge against Abner, why, well, you're bound to go to the penitentiary just short of the world. They caught him right in the act. Well, what does Abner have to say about it? Now, I don't know. I said disgusted I didn't even talk to him about it. He was crying for it. Scared to death that Elizabeth will find out about it. Well, that beats anything that I ever heard of. I called you over, Dick. Thought maybe I could get you to talk to Squire and see if you couldn't get him not to press the charges again. Well, I don't know um, whether I could do much good or not. Squire hasn't got a whole lot of use for me now. <laughs> you know, I was one of the complaining witnesses in that trial to close up the theater over there. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Of course, I'll be glad to help all the things. Well, we've got to do something, Dick. Squire's got him charged with housebreaking, stealing, and grand larcenies, and packing firearms, and everything. Abner didn't hold him up with a gun, did he? I don't know what he done. I just signed the bond and went on back to bed. Well, we might call Squire over here and talk to him. Might be able to reason with him. Yeah, step there to the phone and call him up, Dick. He can't hurt nothing. Uh, what's his name? Uh, two shorts and a long. Two shorts and a long. Yeah. 
Better not say nothing over the party line about Abner being arrested. Don't want everybody in town to know. No, no, I won't. Tell him to come right over if he can. Yeah, wait. Hello? Squire? Uh, this is Dick Huddleston. Yeah. Uh, Squire, I wonder if you could run over to Lumen Abner's store a minute. Uh, Lumen, I'd like to talk to you. Yeah. Well, it's uh, about what happened last night. Uh, Lumen, just tell me about it. Hey, don't tell him that. Yeah, just for a few minutes, Squire. All right, we'll be looking for you. Goodbye. Said he'd be right over. Yeah. Might not be no good. He'd feel more like to push his charges as far as he can anyway, but we can't just sit back and see Abner railroaded to the pennant camp. Well, let's call up Abner's place and I'm get him down here, too. Yeah. He better be here when we're talking to Squire. He can explain to him if he wasn't trying to steal anything with that note. Yeah, I'll call him. I'll declare, Lum, it looks like you and Abner can get yourselves in more trouble than any two fellas I ever knew in my life. Hello? Elizabeth? Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, Lum. Here comes Abner and Grandpap now. Huh? There's Abner and Grandpap coming up out there now. Oh, uh, Elizabeth, um, uh, how are you? Uh-huh. Well, I just thought I'd call up and see how you're feeling. Goodbye. <laughs> I never know what to say. <laughs> there comes the two criminals. <laughs> yeah, ain't that a pair of fine-looking robbers now? Pine Ridge is public enemies number one and two. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them arguing with one another. Yeah. Grandpap shaking his finger and having his face. <laughs> yeah, both of them laying on the other, I suppose. Yeah, more than likely. Now, don't that sound just like I did them two would study us together? Yeah. Yeah, I guess they had it all figured out that while you and I were in the county seat, why, they'd save the day by getting that note back so a squire couldn't use it for evidence in that lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, that's just about it. Then he's working a couple of youngs. Both of them ought to have guardians. <laughs> this is funny and serious, too. Yeah, look at the expression on their face if you want to see how serious it is. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, come in, come in. Yeah, how the James boys this morning? Howdy, Richard. Morning, Mom. Howdy. I just called over to your place, Abner, and you wasn't there. No, I reckon not. Uh, yeah. I was just telling Dick about what happened last night. I told you not to tell nobody about that, Mom. Well, Dick's going to try to help you, Abner. If anybody that needs help, you sure do. Yeah, and I've got some more trouble since I seen you last night. Some more? Yeah. Elizabeth. Oh, you told her all about it, huh? No, it's just a trouble. I can't tell her about it. And now she wants to know where I was at out till 4 o'clock this morning. Yeah, my woman's mad, too, and I can't tell her where I was at without telling off on Edna. Yeah, and if you do, Grandpap, your life ain't worth a nickel. If Elizabeth finds out about this, why, she'll just about pack up her belongings and head right back to Texas. <laughs> well, she's bound to find out about it sooner or later. Well, I hope it's later. I want to put it off as long as I can. Well, tell us what happened last night, Edna. Just what took place. Well, the whole thing was Grandpappy's idea. I hit work no such a thing. It was, too. Talked me into it. And it's his fault I got caught, too. Him trying to slip in somebody's house when he's got the hay fever. Well, I couldn't help sneezing. I tried we my best. Just sit out there in the road and let him sneeze for five minutes before I went in there. Well, we don't care nothing about that. Tell us what happened. Well, not, nothing much to it. Me and Grandpad slipped in the house to get that note that me and you wrote Squire, and Squire's coat was hanging over a chair there in the bedroom, and just as I was taking the wallet out of it to get the note, why, this crazy idiot sneezed as loud as he could, and Mayor Skimp screamed, and Grandpad jumped out the window and run, and next thing I know, the Squire had me down on the floor sitting on me. Yeah, Abner to run, too, if he could have found the window to get out of. Well, where'd Squire get all these charges he brought against you, Abner? Lum said he'd got the charge with stealing and carrying a gun and nearly everything else but murder. Yeah. Well, he tied my feet and hands and then went in and called the sheriff. 
while we was waiting on the sheriff to get out here from the county seat, why, why I started filling my pockets up with stuff. Filling your pockets? Yeah, I put his watch and some money and silverware and a pistol and I don't know what all in them. Well, what was he doing then for? Well, when the sheriff got out there, why, why I told him to search me and he found all that stuff in the pocket. Oh, my God. I never seen as much stuff as he stacked out there on the desk. Well, why didn't you explain to the sheriff it's why? Put it there in your pocket yourself. I did try to, but he just laughed for the... Robbers always had that. Well, I'm too gonna fish a steer shirt, and I thought it was. Now then, Abner's setting to tell the sheriff on me and get me into it. Well, you ought to be told off on. Very idea. Anybody sneezing at the top of their voice. It's well, there's no use in bringing Grandpap into it, Abner. No. Wait a minute, there's some squire now. Huh? Oh, my goodness, let me get out of here. just stay right where you're at. We called squire and told him to come over here. We're going to try to talk him out of pushing them charges again. Yeah, I don't believe he'll ever do it. Mad as he was last night. He's more likely started up some more stuff to charge me with by now. Well, just let Dick do the talking. Be quiet. Well, good morning, Squire. Morning, Squire. Come in, come in. Yeah, morning, gentlemen, morning. Howdy, Squire. Yeah, howdy. Come on back and sit down, Squire. We want to talk to you. Yes, I think I know what you gentlemen want. Uh, you'd like to have me drop those charges against Abner, wouldn't you? Well, I'll find it, Jennifer. Just what we want is with you, Squire. You see, uh, well, I think that can be arranged all right, Lum. Uh, Abner, I wonder if I could talk to you for just a half a second in private. Oh, yeah, sure. Come on back to see them here, Squire. Uh, if you gentlemen excuse me, please. Oh, sure, Squire. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. <laughs> yeah. And he never acted mad, did he? No, he never. You know, Rum, I was just thinking this. This is going to hurt that lawsuit here, too. Do which our squire brings up in court that Abner broke into his house try to steal that evidence that he intends to use in the trial. Why, did he just make the case that much stronger against you? That is so that you were afraid of that evidence. Well, I hadn't thought about it. I sure it would. Now, we've just got to get him to draft him charges. Oh, it'll just sense the case for him. What it'll do. Well, he'll be coming back already. Yeah. You do the talking, Dick. Well, I shall appreciate it, Squire, and I'll try to return the favor sometime, too. Well, not you. at all, Abner, not at all. I'm just glad to do it. Well, gentlemen, Abner and I have got this all straightened out now. I drew up an agreement before I left the house, and we both signed it. And I'm going to drop the charges against him. He's got a copy, and so have I. Well, that's all that you wanted, I suppose. Yeah, I reckon so, Squire. Much obliged, Well, good day, gentlemen. Good day. Yeah. So long. What kind of a dream it is, that? Now, let me see it. Yeah, read it, Dick. Let's see that. Well, for goodness sake. Go ahead and read it. What's the matter? Did you sign this, Abner? Why, yeah. Well, I had it already made out. And he's got a copy of it, too. What is it? Look at yeah. that, Ron. You fellas haven't got a chance in the world of winning that lawsuit. Now, why in the world didn't you ask somebody, Abner, before you sign this? Yeah, we don't know what Abner has signed yet, but evidently it's something that won't help their case any when it comes to trial. We've always said that Horlick's tablets are fine for youngsters, but listen to what one mother writes. Quote, Horlick's tablets are wonderful even for small children. I have a little girl, and I find them very handy for her. Although she doesn't talk much and can't call them by name, she just stands in front of the cabinet where they are kept and refuses to leave until given a Horlick tablet. Unquote. Well, that certainly speaks well for Horlick's tablet. Youngsters do like Horlick's, and it's fine for them, in either tablet or powder form. They like it just as well as candy. It's nourishing and won't spoil their appetite. Get a flask to have on hand. Your dealer has them in 10-cent or larger-sized flasks, in both natural and chocolate flavors. This is Carlton Brickers, 
speaking for Lum and Abner and Horley, who now bid you all good night and good health. <laughs>